Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests where we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who, you know, maybe dates Thor, Pooja. Hi! Yes, my boyfriend is, is Thor. That's his gamer tag. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Jane Foster, King, well, that hyphen Kincaid, because she was not married. She, she's married to someone at the moment yeah so um why is my volume so so yeah what do you know about uh jane foster uh the name sounds really familiar but i keep picturing jane fonda um so i automatically like her i mean yeah (laughs) like i don't know if i can do this uh or not uh, because I don't know if Jane Fonda is still alive uh-huh. or not, but you know, I think she is. No one, she is okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna claim her as a bicon yet. <laughs> She'll have, she has to die first. Oh no! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just claim living people to be bicons uh-huh. if they're not bi. You know, yeah. I can claim dead people to be bicons right. all I want. Yeah. You know, I just do the Mormon Church thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but. No, I'm thinking of um, Goldie Hawn. That's who I was thinking of. Oh. Goldie Hawn is definitely a bicon. Yeah. You can't tell me she didn't kiss a lot of girls. She definitely Probably did. Probably did. Yeah. yeah. She's but, okay. pretty enough that she'd get everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, Uh. you're probably like, oh, what does she look like? She looks like a white lady. Yeah. That looks like you know, very much like a Jane Foster. That's what I expect. So yeah, her name is Jane Foster Kincaid. Her occupation is a nurse. Uh huh. Um, she later gets a doctorate. Is a doctor. Doctor nurse. But well, no, she she was a nurse. Now she's like a doctor slash Valkyrie. Oh, okay. You can be a doctor nurse though. Like you could get you could your be. doctorate in nursing. Yeah, well, she's a she's doctor. Well, she's she's like a full on doctor. Oh, okay. Not a doctor in nursing, but whatever. Right now, she's a nurse because they couldn't think of a lady doctor back then. Apparently, mm. um, they would have probably had a comic called Lady Doctor, and because um, they, <laughs> they literally had something called Lady Nurse. I mean, Lady Cop. There was a uh-huh. there was a one issue comic called Lady Cop. Oh my gosh! But it was about a lady cop. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. It was about a class trader. Sorry, oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was... The preferred term. <laughs> the preferred term. You know, class trader. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous to society. Um, um, <clears throat> so she she's a citizen of the U.S. with no criminal record. Uh, her place of birth is unrevealed, but presumably in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is married, oh. uh, and that she's married to. Dr. Keith Kincaid. Uh-huh. Yep, and she has an unnamed infant son, and un... I was unaware that she had a son. Uh-huh. Was that retconned? <laughs> I don't know. 
um, an unnamed ant. The fact that it's unnamed means I don't think they, I think it was dropped. I think it was just a storyline that was dropped yeah. and they just dropped a baby out of existence. Yeah. This is my son. His name is Son. <laughs> you know, it's like whenever you have a, uh, it's like whenever a, a, a child gets a cat and they're three, so the only thing they can learn know is kitty. She first showed up in Journey into Mystery, issue number uh, 84. The Mighty Thor versus the Executioner in 1962. Cover Peace Theater. But yeah, this is a pretty good cover. So. Yeah. I have a feeling this is. Maybe be anti-communist somehow. Yeah, huh? it's a. Yeah. Mm, here's the thing, it is such a it's such a crapshoot in the '60s when you have South American South American uh, countries. Yeah, because you know we called a lot of South American socialists dictators as you know justification. Yeah, to kill them and install so. Yeah. San Diablo. Okay. San- yeah. He goes to San Diablo. <laughs> you know, the devil. <laughs> Saint Devil. Oh, okay. So this is okay. Uh, we need to talk about this like real. Oh, Saint Devil sounds so good. Also, okay. So, okay. Sorry. I have a, a, a minor, a minor tiff yeah. with the idea of Satan being the bad person. Uh-huh. See, God is clearly the boss and Satan just wanted a little bit of workers rights. Yeah. You know, be like, Hey, these new people you just created, like they just got hired on to earth. Yeah. Like you're treating them way better. Give them more, like give them more pay. Yeah. You know, they get more vacation, all of that. And say it was just like, well, Satan was just like, Hey, Hey, can we? And he get the throne. He got he got thrown out of heaven for that yeah. shit. Like yeah, like if anything, Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub. However, you well, it's probably well. Lucifer is, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lucifer is you know just a working just a working class dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and he got villainized. Yeah, just trying and that's, to and that's get by, trying to help out his fellow. Fellow workers, giving them like he he was training them. He was like, "Yeah, just go to the tree of knowledge that has everything that you need." You know, like there's even like a helpful snake there. That's the secretary. She'll she'll show you the ropes. If you're hungry, she has snacks, healthy ones. Eat an apple. There's a uh, a lot of gnostic a lot of gnostic uh, religion is based off the fact that like. Who's this dick who doesn't want these humans to know everything? Like, fuck him. Like, maybe that snake is good. Maybe Satan's good. <laughs> like, maybe Satan was actually God, and that God who threw him out was actually like a false god. Ooh. That can't be. Yeah, that can't be the right one. Yeah, because that's that. That person sounds like a dick. <laughs> of. <laughs> oh, look! I was raised Hindu. There's no such thing as false gods. They're all gods. That's that's our philosophy. Well, the the fun uh also there another also another fun thing is that a lot of Gnostic cults believe in um 
that thing that you have worldly things which are bad and spiritual things which are good and mm-hmm. since Jesus was a spiritual being mm-hmm. you technically he wasn't a man yeah he was like a hologram thing and he was just pretending Ooh. to be crucified like a that sounds like that sounds like an like incarnation yeah yeah <laughs> so so you know i don't know i'm just and really- also in shinto uh-huh. Also in Shinto. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Um uh apparently Jesus instead of dying and going to heaven, um the reason why he was gone is he uses Jesus powers to go over to a place in Japan that I forget the name of uh-huh. and he became a samurai and he's buried there. Whoa. So Jesus, Jesus is also in Shinto. <laughs> so i have just say, Jesus, you know, also, there's also, if you read any, also, if you read, um, like, historical, mm-hmm. like, pre-King James versions of, like, translations of the Bible, like, Jesus is actually Lucifer. <gasps> Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, like, cause, because he, because the only, because the, um... Because like if you if you look at it, it's 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 translated as Morning Star in a lot of places, which is what Lucifer. It's Lucifer Morning Star, uh-huh. and he's supposed to be so. Wow. Yeah. That so cool. you know. <laughs> yeah, no, the Bible is a lot cool when you don't look at any of the rape apologia and uh, saying you can just pay like thirty pieces of silver if you rape someone and then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, you know? It's pretty cool if you take that part out. Sure. It's- which is actually way more than you think it is. Yeah, I I'm not, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I read it in college, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, that being said, I'm sorry, we got into a whole thing. Um, I didn't even get to my leftist part. I just want to talk about Jesus stuff for a moment. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, Saint, but, you know, Saint Diablo. Or Saint Devil. Mm-hmm. Or Saint Evil. Does Diablo mean evil? Diablo means the devil. Devil. Okay, yeah. sorry. So Saint Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this is back in the day where they had like four stories in, and I wanna I wanna talk about all of these because one of these seems I don't know what it I don't I wanna claim it as a queer story. They're one of them I would claim as a queer story. Okay. So so first one is like the Mighty Thor versus the Executioner, which is Dr. Donald Blake, travels as a San Diablo, a small country in South America, under communist rule. Uh, the Executioner rule, uh, ruling the country as a dictator. Uh-huh. Is the Executioner a communist? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh- well, okay, okay. Well, he cut off the uh, medical... <laughs> I don't. I need. I need to. Okay. I now need to square that information in my head. What is going on with this storyline? <laughs> so did he plan the? Did he do? Okay. So okay. Pooja. Uh huh. <laughs> so okay. Executioner. Uh huh. A like a Norse person. Okay. Lived for hundreds of years. Okay. 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 Did he go down? South America and like did did he read Marx? Like wait, is he a Marxist? I don't think so. Is he more of a is he more of a Torstoy type? Is he like, you know, is he a Maoist? He could be a Maoist. 
It is after the fifties. Like maybe he's like off, the, what, what? he's like a maybe he's the guy who who made Shining Path happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, you know, he is an executioner, and mm-hmm. you know, he has an axe. Yeah. So he could have chopped off the heads of all of the landlords. Maybe, but okay. Maybe okay, but you said he's <laughs> Norse, right? He's Norse, yeah. Okay, so maybe San Diablo's like right next to Argentina. Mm, no, it's in a different dimension. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. How is it in South America, but also in a different dimension? Well, no, no, no. He, no, he, he went to Earth. Okay. Apparently, either read. I'm gonna say either read. He either read Marx or Mao. Uh huh. Oh, but you know what? He might be a Leninist. <laughs> I feel like he's, I he know. has to be a. I feel like he's just a Stalinist. He cut off medical supplies. But okay, but but, but no, but we're not. I'm not at that point yet because okay. like that part doesn't make sense. That part doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. That, that that does. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and I know we're talking about Thor, but whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so he, so because communism has a planned state-run economy. Um, so if it's a if it, if we're going after if we're going for the Marxist Leninist thing, which I think let's just say they are, because that's what's you know those are the types mm, of people know. who control countries and think that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So, like, did he go down and like how how involved is he in the economy? Like, I just want to know more about how he rules his communist country. Mm-hmm. And first off, how did he become a communist? Yeah. Because I know, I know that they're just saying it because it's bad. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. But, like, I would, I would nuance in this. I want to know. <laughs> first, I want to know what strand. <laughs> I want to know how he got control. Mm-hmm. Like, is he a Bolshevik? He could, he could have, he could have been part of, he could have been part of the Red Army. How, though? Like. It's on the other He's side. He's been alive for hundreds of years. Oh. Also, like he could probably teleport and stuff. Maybe he's the reason why the Red Army's won because the like the White Army was was almost like destroyed the Red Army multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's all they got coming lucky. together. So okay, whatever. Sorry, I just really see they could have just said he was a dictator, but no, they had to make him a communist dictator. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, he's probably a Leninist. He's probably a Leninist. He has to be Leninist. a Leninist. Some, some, yeah. some kind of, some kind of Marxist Leninist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, uh, but so he cut off the medical supplies sent to help the, the help the injured in the Revolutionary War within San Diablo. That's like okay. Wait. Even the like even dictators take care of their armies. After they were injured in a revolutionary war, because that's how you fucking keep power. Like, no, don't you know? If you let all the poor people die, you still get money from them and power from them. No, no, sorry, no. I'm just talking about sure. how capitalists deal with stuff. <laughs> no, no, but it makes sense for it makes sense for to, to keep your army alive. Like, I uh-huh. I don't understand. I know. I okay. Whatever. We're gonna get through this. I just sometimes little details really trip me up and stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, well, when they yeah. when they are complete so nonsense, the- then of course they would. Exactly. Yeah. Like what? At what? Like 
I just want to know when the executioner became a communist. Yeah. And, you know? How did he join the communist? Did he just join the San Diablo Communist Party? Like, why is he the leader? Like, he has to be trusted because, like, communists back then were very close knit. Uh-huh. Like, so, I don't know, was he in a reading group with them? And, like, it'd be like, yeah, this is, like, kind of cool. You know, he, like, I understand went, this stuff. He went to weekly meetings where they read so- uh, sci- uh, Socialism, Scientific, and Utopian. Like. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I, you know, you know, it's just, when, when was his, like, why did he bring, keep his, why did he try to bring communism to Asgard? Yeah. But okay, before the group of doctors and helpers reached land, they were attacked by jets. Thor easily dis- dispatched them, sending alarms and interested in an interest in execu- to the executioner in land, and he assembled his tanks and planned to ambush. So, whatever. I would have claimed this second one as a queer story. Mm-hmm. The recipe. <clears throat> A text story about a tomboy who gets in trouble when she tries to be more feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the trouble there is just, like, gender dysmor- uh, just, just, uh, dysphoria. Probably. And just like, you know what? Turns out that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Also, everyone still accepts me for who I am, and everyone loves me, and this is definitely okay in the 60s. Yeah. Yep, that's how that happens. <laughs> She's like, maybe I am a girl? No. No, I'm not. (laughs) Maybe maybe I don't like being called she, uh, she, her. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. But, you know. And then we have the Witching Hour, which is a unsavory character, cooks up a plan to exploit backwood peasants. Mm. But his accomplice makes things difficult for him. Dang. Ooh. <laughs> spooky. Um, and then somewhere hides a thing. Uh, so Jacques stumbles through the Antarctic dying, but in his last moments, he reaches his companion and tells them about the amazing discovery in the ice. Whoa. I know. It's like real good. Oh my gosh. He found a thing. Uh, but yeah, cover piece theater. So we have uh, we have Thor. Mm-hmm. He's he's in a firing line, mm-hmm. and you have. And what is Thor thinking? Now I can do what I must without revealing. No, how can I do what I must without revealing my most precious secret? <gasps> Ready, aim, fire, <laughs> and then what is uh? What is Jane Foster saying? No! No! It's hopeless. Even Thor can't save me now. Who, so. who is that guy? Who, uh, I, I don't know. You know he's a random blonde person. man. He's a random blonde, blonde man. Probably like Donald Blake. Which should be who Thor is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so for a while, he returned Donald Blake, like, at the staff he was holding, he would slam the staff into the ground and then become Thor. Oh. And then vice versa. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. But, 
Jane Foster was a nurse hired by Dr. Donald Blake to assist him in his private medical practice. In actuality, the crippled Dr. Blake was the human identity used for many years by the Asgardian god Thor. Blake fell deeply in love with Foster, who was unaware of his double identity. She was infatuated with Thor, whom she had not yet met in his godly identity. Uh, okay. So. How can you be infatuated with someone you've never met? Or, like, that you've never seen before? Well, no, not met. Uh Sorry, not met in God. So, like, you know. I don't know. This is like, hey, there's this big beefy dude going around. He's all blonde and (laughs) Slavic. So, Slavic? No, no. no. Slavic. Slavic is Eastern European. No. Nordic. No, no. He's not Eastern. No, he's a. Nordic yeah. sounding, yeah. Nordic. I was just like, I keep on, I keep on going. I, you know, it was probably because I was thinking about about you know Soviets yeah. and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. so I was going Slavic. There. They're all white people, um, you know. <laughs> or that's just how like the women were in comics. They're just like, oh, I love this hero. Ooh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> random beefy man. Sign me up, fam. She, you know, she she took like a protective attitude towards uh, Donald Blake, mm-hmm. worrying about his health and frailty, and however, Foster was strong, uh, was strongly. However, Foster was also strongly uh, like attracted to Blake, who feared Foster did not love him but merely pitied him. So, really, if she just be like, "Yo, you know, you're cool." everything i'm afraid if we doink too hard you'll break though and then be like well don't worry i'm also thor and then you know then it'll just work it just work you know they should have they should have just talked they really should have just talked yeah, if they just if they just talked a little bit they would know be like yo like by you know the person on my hall pass uh like there's one person by hall pass and it's uh it's thor be like well cool i can turn to thor now cool look look it's me <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, but Gosh. but yeah. Thor's foster brother Loki knowing his feeling towards Foster endangered her life in order to attack him afterwards Bra- uh, Blake decided to reveal his dual identity to Foster but his father Odin monarch of Asgard appeared to him and forbade him to reveal his secret to any mortal ooh <gasps> that changes later yeah yeah. So that's the secret he's talking about. So so the Thor on the cover that we just looked at is the Thor that's inside the blonde guy, David Blake or whatever his name is. Donald Blake. <laughs> bold move, bold move to make a figment of someone's imagination the centerpiece of your cover. Foster, however, truly loved Blake and one day she told him angrily that she would not wait forever for him to declare his love to her. <gasps> Thor intended to marry Foster, but then Odin forbade him to marry <laughs> her on grounds that she was a mortal and not a goddess. Well, maybe to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, she's a goddess to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thor later asked Odin to reconsider the issue, but. And, and like Odin was just, okay, cool. I guess that's very Bollywood. And, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh, later, oh my god, now I just want a Bollywood, like, <laughs> just all the melodra- all the melodrama uh-huh. of just to be like, I love you, <laughs> no, I love you, but I feel you only pity me. It wouldn't, and, uh, it wouldn't go that deep. It wouldn't go that deep. No, it wouldn't go that deep. <laughs> it would just- well, I mean, it would, it would end on a very chaste kiss after two and a half hours. Yes. Yes, it would. You know, obviously. Not not a kiss. They, they um, you don't kiss on the mouth. Um that's a, okay. I mean the past decade they've been kissing on the mouth. Um just because it's like, ooh, you know, cool. But like that's that wasn't a thing until like hmm. ten years ago. Okay. Yeah. A very a very chase, um They they do they like get I their face you. all close together and then just hug. Yes. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> well um but yeah but basically odin was just like yeah you can marry her like if she doesn't suck so she had to prove herself worthy the superhuman criminal mr hyde seeking vengeance for blake on blake uh captured both him and foster and blake prisoner in a room with a bomb blake escaped and as Thor battled Hyde, but Foster, fearing only Hyde can save Blake's life by deactivating the bomb, enabled Hyde to escape. Enraged at his seeming betrayer of Thor, Odin rejected Thor's petition to marry. Foster was menaced repeatedly by enemies of Thor, who either knew he was Blake or knew that there was some connection between Thor and Blake, including Hyde, the Cobra, Loki, the Enchantress, and the original Executor. Uh, Foster fell deeply in love with Thor, who'd rescued her many times from such perils. Finally, Thor defied Odin and revealed his dual identity to Foster. For a time, Foster left left America, took a position with a man who proved to be the High Evolutionary. Thor followed her to the High Evolutionary Citadel in Wondagor Mountain. Uh, at which they were reunited. After petitioning Odin to let him marry Foster, Thor brought her to Asgard, a place forbidden to mortals. And then Odin was just like, I guess, come on, shut up about it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, but only if she's like, cool. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then basically like, you know, it was just like, Hey, what if she was so like if she can be like a goddess? Yeah, like she can. Yeah, you know because that's only cool people are goddesses. And then Thor's just like, but she is a goddess. Look at her, I love her. And then he talks like for hours about like just the way she laughs and everything. It's like real, real, just real mushy shit. (laughs) Um, uh, Then Odin like physically transformed Foster into an Asgardian, granting her superhuman powers as. Odin must have expected. Uh, Foster was confused and bewildered by her new capabilities and by Asgard, her, uh, by Asgard itself, uh, declaring that Foster had failed her test. What? She turned her back into a mortal and sent her back to Earth what? and removed her memories and experience with Thor. Oh, no. What? Okay. That's not a good... Te- okay. She's like, ugh, like, this place if- is so weird and new and 
oh my god also, all this stuff i can do is so weird and new like oh you fail you're you're surprised <laughs> by new things <laughs> i would like i i want to get i want to give i want to give odin like the lsat and see how he likes it <laughs> you know take this lsat test <laughs> like right now odin yeah <laughs> you know what the lsat is uh no okay now take it now <laughs> So Odin sent her back to Earth and removed her memories and experience and then sent Foster to work with the physician, Dr. Keith Kincaid. And the doctor uh, and the doctor and nurse soon fell in love with each other. As for Thor, Odin saw to it that he was reunited with the Asgardian goddess Sif, who he loved in the past, and their romance was quickly rekindled. Aw, oh well. At least they got other people now. Well, years later, Foster fell ill, lying close to death, and she called on, called to Thor in her delirium. Sif uh, stole the enchanted rune staff of Camo Theron, the elder of the universe known as the Possessor, and used it to infuse her own power, infuse her own life force into Foster, thereby saving uh, her life. Sif vanished. And Foster recovered, now in full possessions of her memories and of the pa- of her past experience with Thor. The love between Thor and Foster revived, was revived, but but soon she was captured by um, trolls under the leadership of Thor's enemy Ulick. To Thor's surprise, uh, Foster succeeded in, cap- in capturing the troll king Gurrdur. With his own spear. So basically the two and people he is in love with merge into one person. Yeah. Which is very convenient. Very very convenient. Very <laughs> very normative and very convenient. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh you know he can have two pretty girlfriends. Yeah. You know? That's okay. That's fine. You have two girlfriends? Yeah, just do it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, it might be fun. Why do you why do you have, have to turn your love triangle into a love line? Like that's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Thor himself defeated like Ulick, and uh, subsequently her insistence that Foster accompany Thor on various exploits, uh, going with him to dimensions of the gods of Hillopolis, to the alternate future ruled by Tomorrow Man, and the war torn nation of. Costa Verde. Costa Verde? Costa Verde, yeah. Costa Verde. That's... It's war torn. Uh oh. That's yeah. the that's the apartment done... that's the apartment complex that all the UCSD students like half the UCSD students that lived off campus went like lived in. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well I'm, Well uh sucks that it's d- war torn now. <laughs> it really does. Um <clears throat> Thor attributed is attributed Foster's new liking for adventure and fighting spirit to the presence of Sif's spirit within her, although it's possible that her personality simply evolved this way on her own. Like, you know, maybe she grew as a person mm-hmm. or something. You know, it's possible that women could sometimes grow as people. I mean, you know, growth happens through experience <clears throat> and the experience of being fused with the your um metamor 
um, okay. is a is a is a chance for it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, uh, Doctor Keith King uh, Kincaid launched investigation on the whereabouts of Foster, who he had not seen since she had been hospitalized. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Help! I've lost my wife. <laughs> My wife, she's been gone for so long, and she's just like, do 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 do. I'm not married to anyone right now. Do 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 do. do. <laughs> Where is my wife? It's been years. I think I should look for her now. <laughs> oh yeah, I had a wife. I wonder how she's doing. I guess I'll look for her. I'll send out an investigation suddenly. God, I love this. Okay. Um, so then um, Thor revealed his dual identity to Kincaid and explained what happened to Foster. Thor and Sif took Kincaid with them on a journey to the world of Camo, Theron. It turned out that when Sif infused her life force into Foster... She split the the body in order to like send the uh Sif's uh, energy uh to uh, Jane Foster. Had to go through uh, the rune staff into an interdimensional world. But when Sif appeared in Asgard, Foster took her place in that interdimensional world and entered into the rune staff. But when Camo Theron Caro, sorry, Camo Tharn somehow absorbed the denizens of the latter world to his own body. Sif and Thor used the rune staff to release the beings trapped inside uh, within the possessor, including Foster, Thor, uh, including Foster. Thor and Sif brought Foster and Kincaid back to Earth, and Foster and Kincaid were married almost immediately afterwards. Okay. You know, that's fine. Um, since then, Thor saved Foster's life from the creature called the Zaniac. The only thing I could think of is someone who's like horribly addicted to Xanax. <laughs> the Zaniac. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better have my Zannies. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, rule and, the world. Uh, you better have my Zannies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she recently gave uh, birth to her first child, a boy. The world at large remains unaware of Faster, Foster's past relationship with Thor, and although a few enterprising individuals had learned of their connection. Now, um, she is five uh, seven, weighs one thirty five, blue eyes, brown hair. You know, she does some exercise, um, and she doesn't have any powers. In her other abilities, is she's highly competent, registered a nurse, and she also has competent hand-to-hand combat stuff. Because you know, that's how you do it. Yeah, that sucks. She doesn't have powers. You know, well, she well she does later. Yeah. You know, she turns into Thor later. Oh then, shit! 
Yeah, she's Thor. Yeah, she's Thor later. Oh my god. And now she's a Valkyrie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so Odin's like, I hate this woman. She keeps taking my son away. And then he, she's like, psych, I am your son. Yep. <laughs> well, well, no, like, so whoever has the, so whoever is wielding the hammer is Thor. Right. Okay. So it's, you know, it's Jane Foster as Thor. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now, the bad thing is that she has cancer, <gasps> and every time she turned into Thor, she her chemo reversed, so she what? stopped being Thor. Because you're just like, I can't, I can't, I just can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I would like to not have cancer. Yeah. Because like, it was just re- undoing. Like it, it was just that she couldn't do it. Like. It was setting her back to step one each time. Yeah. But then, you know, they gave her, you know, Valkyrie powers. So That's you know, nice. Kind of makes up for it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's Jane. Cool. <clears throat> she seems all right. Uh, so I think what we're going to do is get to plugs. What, what do you have to plug? Do you, or do you want to? talk about anything um well right now I'm, i've been mostly on hiatus from everything um i'd like to shout out my teachers and my professors for being so good and bearing with me during the coronavirus i guess <laughs> um but otherwise I, I that's all i was doing with my life <laughs> um uh hopefully i'll be able to start uh we'll be able to do more with degenerates this year though so uh, if you're interested and you live in the San Diego area, um, we are, I'm part of the Degenderettes San Diego branch, um, and we do cool things like, um, queer propaganda and clothing swaps, uh, especially for if you're like in the middle of transitioning and you just you need to re- like overhaul your whole wardrobe, we can help you with that for free. Um, you can find us on Instagram at degenderates.sd um, and on Facebook at degenderates.sd as well. My name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters where me and my friend Fiona talk about cryptids in a somewhat lurid way. Um, if you want to support me monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash Alphabet flight where a dollar, uh, where a dollar a month could, you know, you know, make me feel better about myself. You know, that's fine. Do you want me to feel sad? Yeah, don't make me sad, please. I'm already very sad. Um, uh, so I have one. If if you want to see the picture of the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, if you, uh, on your podcatcher of choice, uh, you know, to help this go get out there a little bit more. And, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Bye.